episode number 39. Welcome to the Getting Unstuck podcast, where you'll laugh, empathize, and learn how to turn your stuck spots into sources for energy and positive change. And now your host, the creator of the Stuck Method, Shira Taylor-Gura. Hello, my dear listeners, and thank you so much for joining me today. I just came back from a wonderful weekend away with my family. We were at the Dead Sea on a retreat with a group called Navatihila, which is a Jerusalem-based group that creates musical prayer experiences. I mean, the group is a lot more than that, but that's pretty much what they do in a nutshell. And they have an annual retreat for their Jerusalem-based community. But because I am friends with the leader of this group, and I'm friends with the musical leaders of this group, and I'm even friends with some of the community members, I was personally invited to join them. And it was awesome. In fact, it reminded me that when I attended this retreat two years ago at the same place, part of their programming was an evening of TED Talks. Not like the real TED Talks, you know, but just for the community. And it was there that I presented the Stuck Method for the very first time to the world. It was the first time that I stood in front of an audience and I shared my work. And it's just unbelievable to me because so much has happened in the past two years. The book was published. It was awarded winner of the 2017 International Book Award in Self-Help. I went on a book tour. I'm now a speaker for emotional health and well-being. I created this podcast. I just came out with a CD. And I'm in the midst of creating a course, which I will be sharing with you soon. And I'm also starting to brainstorm ideas to create ongoing learning for those really interested in committing themselves to their emotional health and well-being. It's like, whoa, that's a lot of stuff. And actually, it was a friend of mine there at the retreat who was the one that brought all of this to my attention, which I am very grateful for. You know, sometimes we're moving forward, and we're moving forward, and we forget to look back to see from where we came. And sometimes that's really important to do, because looking back offers you perspective on your progress towards whatever goal you are pursuing. So anyway, it was a great weekend and I'm musically inspired and all I want to do right now is sit down at my keyboard and create more music for my community. Anyway, one more thing I wanted to share with you before I share my story for the week is that I have another great story and it came from this past weekend. And actually, when I offered my Getting Unstuck speaking engagement there, on the retreat, I was able to share that story, the one that just happened a couple of hours before I spoke, a potential stuck spot that could have ruined the retreat, but I was able to catch it and get unstuck immediately. And it basically saved the weekend. And I'm 
so fortunate for that. I don't know how I was surviving my life without this method. I'm being completely honest with you. I mean, okay, so that's what it was. I was surviving life, right? But I wasn't really thriving in my relationships. I wasn't reaching my potential for happiness. I wasn't in control of my emotions. I wasn't feeling a sense of inner peace and quiet and balance. I wasn't recognizing the power that I have in my life to deliberately choose my responses. And more times than not, I think I was playing the victim. And I'm not doing that anymore. And it's awesome. And it feels great. And I just feel totally, totally grateful. Okay, ready for a funny story? (laughs) Okay, here we go. So about a month ago, my husband was running in some sort of running race. That's his passion, running. And the race was about an hour north of where we live, and it was on a Friday. And the night before, he asked if he could take my car to the race. We have two cars, and I didn't understand why he wanted to take my car, but I said, sure, I have no plans, and even if I have plans, I could take your car. Now, before I go on, I just want to share with you that we never switch cars. He's a builder, and he has a a relatively big car for all of his equipment, and I have a smaller car, and there is really no need for us to switch cars, so we don't which is why I thought it was weird when he asked to switch cars, but I didn't make an issue about it. So he took the car early in the morning, and I ended up taking his car to the supermarket because we had plans for that weekend to go away, and I wanted to pick up a few things. So I got into the car, and I turned on the engine, and I noticed immediately that the tank, the gas tank, was on empty, like really empty. So I was like, okay, so it's no big deal. I'm going to go shopping. And when I go shopping next door, there's a gas station and I'll fill up the car. And that actually will save us time for later when we go on the trip. So I did my shopping and then I filled up the car with gas. By the way, in Israel, you pump your own gas. So I pumped my own gas and then I started driving home. And while I was driving, I started to hear a sound. It kind of sounded like like that. And I thought to myself, that's weird. I don't think I heard that sound earlier when I was driving to the supermarket. Or, Or did I? Maybe I did. Maybe the music was on. I didn't notice it. So I kept driving, but I kept hearing it. And I was certain that something was wrong and I got nervous. So I put the hazards on and I got into the right lane and I started to drive really slowly because it sounded almost like the car was going to die on me. But I made it home. And when my husband came home, I told him that the car was making a weird noise. And he was like, no, it's not. It's not making any noise. I just drove it yesterday. And I said, it is. It's it's going like like that. And I told him I put the hazards on and it sounded like it was going to die. And he looked at me completely quizzically. 
Like, what are you talking about? My car is fine. Anyway, he called the mechanic. And over the phone, he just told him the story. And then he put the mechanic on hold. And he looked at me and he said, Shira, I have a question. Now you need to really focus on this one. (laughs) Are you listening to me? (laughs) And I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I'm thinking to myself, what question could be so difficult? And he's so serious. I had no idea what was coming. Like, no clue. So he said to me, Shira, what did you put in my car? <laughs> and I was like, gas? Like, what did he think I put in his car? Like orange juice? He said, Shira, did you put gas, like 95 in my car? Or did you put diesel in my car, which is supposed to go into the car? And I looked at him and I was like, oh my, oh man, he knew, he knew I didn't have to answer. He saw it on my face. So we got back on the phone with the mechanic and then he got off the phone and he said, Shira, do you realize what you just did I now need to get the car towed from our house. They need to take the car apart, empty out the gas tank, flush it out, put it all back together again. Do you know how much this is going to cost? Like a couple thousand shekels. And I think we can just forget about going away this weekend. And it took me like a nanosecond to get stuck on, Shira, you are so stupid. Need I say more to how I was feeling in that moment? My husband was looking at me. I was looking at him. I didn't know what to say. I didn't know how to act. I was just like frozen in time and feeling really stupid. And I knew, I knew that feeling stupid wasn't going to serve me and it wasn't going to serve us. So within a matter of seconds, I caught myself and I got myself unstuck. I S, I closed my eyes. I took a quick breath. T, I told myself I'm stuck on feeling stupid. And I allowed myself to feel that feeling. I didn't run from it. I was like, Shira, you're feeling stupid. What does it feel like to feel stupid? And I just felt it in my face. You, I uncovered just one belief. I only needed to really uncover one which was, I believe I should have known. And I checked in with that belief and I said, Shira, should you have known? Why should you have known any better? Did he tell you? And he didn't. So that belief wasn't right. And I was able to go to see, consider, I considered my husband never told me his car takes diesel. And even if he did like two years ago, I forgot. But most importantly, I considered that I'm not stupid because I'm not. I am not. I am not. I am not. And I took that consideration on and I responded to my husband. I'm really sorry. I 
obviously did not do this on purpose. And that was it. I mean, okay, I told myself that it's okay. I got stuck on feeling stupid because it is okay that I got stuck on feeling stupid. But that was it in terms of the potential drama that could have developed. There was no drama. It ended before it even began. I nipped it in the bud and I moved on. I want you to take a moment and look at your life and ask yourself where you can consider how you may not be the person that you are negatively saying that you are. Another way you can look at this consideration is considering how others think of you. Now, most of the time, of course, we don't know what others are thinking of us. We just think we know what they're thinking about us. But for the sake of argument, consider what others are thinking of you really does not have to impact your emotional well-being. They can think whatever they want. It does not need to affect you, and it does not need to impact your life. Can you consider that? Now, I have to make a really important point here. My husband also did not get stuck. Can you see that? He totally, totally could have gotten stuck on this, right? Like feeling like a victim, blaming me for his problems, holding a grudge, like all of that. He could have told me how stupid I was, right? He could have used those words, but he didn't. The thought of feeling stupid came to me on my own. (laughs) I didn't need any help with that. He didn't say anything like that, and he didn't act out any of that. And I was super vigilant about his behavior. I was really noticing him, and his behavior really impressed me. It really, really did. And I acknowledged him later that day because I wanted him to know that when he gets unstuck, it inspires me. And he really inspired me in that moment. And the more I get inspired by him, the more committed I am to this practice so that I can be a better person in my life. Can you see what I'm saying? My friends, I know that many of you listening to this podcast are implementing this method into your lives, and I know it's enhancing your emotional well-being and your relationships. How do I know that? Because you're writing to me and you're telling me, and I'm so grateful for that. But I want to remind you that I offer on this platform the opportunity for you to share your stories with this audience. It's important not only for me, but it's important for everyone listening to hear your voice and to hear your story because you and your story and your life, it inspires others, but it's only going to do so if you share it. And there are not many platforms in this world that will give you that opportunity, but my podcast is one of them. And it's so easy to do it. You don't need to schedule a time with me to meet. This is not an interview. You simply need to record your voice and your story onto your phone using your voice recording app. And then I listen to it, make sure it's it sounds good that I can 
put it onto the podcast, and then I share it with the world. So far, we have had two such stories, which you can go back and listen to. Number 11 by Esther, which was Consider, Wait, and See, which had to do with feeling stuck that Summer was slipping through her fingers. And number 17 by John, which was Consider, Not Thinking Too Much, which had to do with his feelings of grief over the recent passing of his wife. And I would really love to hear from you. Believe me, I am not in a shortage of stories. I have plenty of stuck stories to share. But there's something really special and really authentic to me for this podcast when you, the listeners, are sharing your stories. So if you are interested, there is a link in the show notes that explains how exactly you can go about doing that. I would be so grateful And I know the listeners will be grateful as well. Okay, so I'm all ready to share with you a story from this past weekend, but I'm going to wait and share that with you next week. Have a great rest of your day, my friends. And as always, I look forward to getting unstuck with you. Thank you for tuning into this episode of the Getting Unstuck podcast. For more information on programs, workshops, and retreats, check out our website, www.thestuckmethod.com.